I like the merit. I like the competency. I like the skills and action and what what a person can bring to the table. That's, I think, what, what really makes an interview for me when hiring. Hey everyone, David Bumble back with a very exciting person. I'm going to be talking to John. John, probably best if you introduce yourself. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and then let's talk about a topic that I think is dear to your heart. Hey there, David. Yeah, thanks so much for, for letting me come be here with you. My name is John Hammond. I, uh, I have a YouTube channel where I try and showcase uh, cybersecurity videos like capture the flag walkthroughs, malware analysis and stuff like that. And uh, my day job, I work as a security researcher. So I'm super happy to be hanging out. Yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, I looked at on your YouTube channel and I mean, we were discussing it offline. You've got some fantastic uh, walkthroughs of CTFs that you've done. So anyone who's watching, I, I strongly recommend that you, you go and look at John's channel. I'll link it below. Go and have a look at the walkthroughs that he's done on his CTFs. And John, I'm, I'm kind of like spoiling it now. Uh, what are we going to talk about right now? Well, hey, I think uh, it might be cool to jump into some capture the flag conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the the term because let's start from the very basics. Um, hopefully, I can convince you to do multiple videos. And um, we can start off with some basics here, and then we can get more and more detailed and more and more technical. And for everyone's benefit, I've twisted John's arm to you know show us actually how to do it. And I don't think there's anyone better than himself to show us. So John, tell me, what is, what is CTF um, and why are you like such an advocate of them? Sure thing, yeah. Uh, so CTF or, or captured the flag at a high level is kind of a, a gamified like puzzle and that, that's not the right word for it, but it's an exercise, it's an activity, it is a game to try and learn cybersecurity or computer science or IT or computer skills right? Uh, whether it's going to be understanding web applications and web security or forensics like memory on a computer or network forensics or host forensics, it can get into cryptography, it can get into binary exploitation and any other miscellaneous thing. There, there's so much out there. Uh, typically, it comes in a couple different flavors. There's like a style of a CTF or the, the game type known as Jeopardy where it goes through those different categories, like I just mentioned, kind of a, an Olympic-style thing, where they're just different categories for what you might be focusing in. Uh, there are also attack and defense CTFs. There are hack quests, I think is a, a formal term. There, <laughs> there isn't really a good community-defined term for something like maybe a boot-to-root, where you have a virtual machine you can try and break into, or anything else, maybe a King of the Hill-style game. There, there are a lot of different flavors, but it's all about learning, and it's all about having fun. So, I mean, why, are you, why do you advocate it? Like, if I want to get into um, cybersecurity, why would you think it's a good idea to do CTFs? Yeah, a lot of people ask me, hey, how do I get into this industry? How do I, I don't know, learn cybersecurity or do more with programming or computer science? And uh, truthfully, there's no, like, one-size-fits-all answer. Uh, the path isn't linear. But in, in my opinion... Truthfully, personally, uh, I think that Capture the Flag is one of the best ways to do it because it is hands-on. It's practical, it's application-based, you're really on the keyboard and working through cybersecurity challenges or computer science tasks and exercises. So you learn so much more because you get exposed to technology and software that you, you wouldn't otherwise, and you're not just hey, sitting through a PowerPoint or kind of having your eyes glaze over listening to something. You're, you're actively doing it. And I think so much more learning comes from that. 
Okay, controversial question. I've got to, I've got to, you know, I like to say I like to push guests when they when I yeah. speak to them. So, controversial question: certifications or CTFs or both? What, what would you, what would you recommend someone do? Would they go and get like CH? I've heard a lot of people bash bash CH. Would you recommend they do CTFs? Do combination? Like, if you're starting out, what what would you recommend? Yeah, so there there are a lot of good points in there. Um, I do agree. Like certifications are excellent and great and awesome. Uh, personally, I lean towards more those merit based and and competency based and, and the skill focused certifications. Like, uh, hey, the exam or the final capstone challenge is you doing something like breaking into a network or showing that you've defended and, and put in these security protections, etc. It's an active thing. Uh, some of the certifications or some of the exams or tests that are rote memorization and just kind of a data dump (laughs) going through multiple choice. Those I don't, I don't, I don't hold as much water to personally. I think the the practical stuff is is really where it's at. So, I mean, do you, do you have any recommended certs? Um, I want to get to the practical CTF stuff in a a moment, but just while I think about this, is there, if you were starting out, is there a cert that you would recommend? And yeah, what would you, what would you recommend? Sorry. For, for an absolute beginner, um, maybe, if, if you kind of want to dip your toes in the water uh, and you do kind of just want to see, hey, is the cybersecurity thing totally right for me? Uh, I, I do really like CompTIA Security Plus. Okay. But someone might be saying like, hey, John, you, you just said you wanted something like practical and hands-on. Yep. Uh, Security Plus was my very first certification. Um, I, I, I got it because I kind of needed it for my job. But uh, I think that's great to get an understanding of the world of security. Uh, and if you do want to be on keyboard, if you do want to be an operator, if you kind of want to be in this thing, there is a lot of value in understanding the offense, kind of knowing how the adversary works. And that's why those red team things, that's why those penetration testing stuff and hacking like in the movies, right? In the Hollywood yep. movies. Uh, that's why that's fun. And eLearn Security uh, Junior Penetration Tester, EJPT, I think that is a great one to I don't, continue. If you're not getting your feet wet, you're, you're at least getting in the pool, kind of wading your way around a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's a great one to, to get started. Uh, then I'm sure there are conversations of OSCP, Offensive Security Certified Professional. Uh, there, there are a ton now of, of excellent certifications that are really hands-on and practical. But I mean, you would balance that with doing CTFs at the same time. Is that right? Absolutely. It's, it's funny when, when folks ask like, hey, I've got the certification exam coming up. Uh, I, I've, I've speed ran through the course. <laughs> I, I went through the book. I've watched all the videos. Now what do I do? How do I keep practicing this? Um, so many times the answer is, hey, spin up, hack the box or go bump around on try hack me or go play some capture the flag on, on ctftime.org, whatever weekend game is running. There's so much. I'm, I'm glad you, you mentioned that. So let, let me ask you another difficult question, sorry. Top five CTFs and what would you recommend someone started with? Ooh, this is, a, <laughs> this is funny. This is a, a, a conversation I had with uh, Daniel Lowry over from IT Pro TV, yep. some that we were doing. And my answers were weird, truthfully. So I think to, to get into security and if you're just starting out, um, I pitched Pico CTF. As maybe the number one okay. super beginner friendly handholding thing to get started. 
Um, I mentioned all army cyber stakes, which was kind of one more, I think, pertinent to me and not as applicable to some folks because it focuses more on kind of government and military folks. But I, I, I pitched that. So there's value in, in doing the exercises that your organization or whatever company or business is putting on to see, hey, do you know your stuff? Can you show your skills? Uh, then I mentioned try hack me and hack the box, which aren't strictly capture the flag. Those are kind of in the war game, online cyber range and, and practice arena environment. But uh, I think those are still exceptional and, and great for getting started. And uh, then my last, my, my fifth pillar <laughs> in, in the top five CTFs takes a, a different spin on it. Uh, it's the best CTF or one of the other things you can learn the most from is hosting your own capture the flag. Like understanding the challenges so much so that you can, I don't know, spin them up yourselves and stand them up. Like here's a vulnerable server I want someone else to break into. Here's some exploit thing that they could take advantage of. And then putting that on the world stage and especially knowing that, okay, maybe you're going to have a hundred people come play your CTF. Maybe you're going to, maybe you're going to have a thousand, maybe you're going to have 5,000. <laughs> How can they safely hack or I don't know, take advantage of vulnerable applications in a, an environment that's still not vulnerable and safe against all these other players? It's a, it's a live hacking competition. There's so much learning that comes from hosting your own capture the flag. Okay. So now, I, now you mentioned a few things. So I just, I'm a beginner. Now you mentioned try hack me, hack the box on truly CTFs. That's what you said. Can you explain what you mean by that? Yeah. So I think in the, in the classic um, vanilla capture the flag uh, philosophy, <laughs> right? If that's the right yep. word for it, there it's a Jeopardy style game or it's an attack and defense style game. It's uh, maybe going to run for a, a, a day, maybe an eight hour competition or a weekend maybe two days, or sometimes they can even be as long as a week or two weeks. But they have that allotted time for the competition, yep. for the people to climb up and down the leaderboard. Things like Try Hack Me or Hack the Box or Over the Wire or maybe the Sands Holiday Hack Challenge or Smash the Stack or Ring Zero. Again, <laughs> I could go on and on I was about say, that's a, that's a lot. games. Yeah. Those are always available. They're always online and saying, the yeah. leaderboard is constantly in flux. So I guess I tend to call those, we refer to those as, as a war game, like an online practice arena. So um, you've mentioned quite a few now. Which one would you recommend someone start with? So everyone kind of has their own love and interest, right? Yeah. The thing that they but this, really- This is your to. opinion and, and I really mm -hmm. respect your opinion and a lot yeah. of people do. So tell us just what you would recommend as you know, John Hammond. So if you're learning, if you are getting started, personally, I, I tend to offer up TriHackMe because TriHackMe is exceptional for learning. Yep. Uh, it, it has guided rooms is kind of what they call their, their activities, their exercises is all bundled and encapsulated in a room where you're presented with multiple tasks and assignments and things to do. Uh, and it'll be, Hey, here's a virtual machine you can break into, or here's a, here's a file that you can carve out the flag or the key or the token that, that proves you solved it. And a lot of those rooms are guided where they'll give you a walkthrough. They'll, they'll tell you like, Hey, try this thing or follow these steps and you'll work closer and closer towards your goal. And they're super willing and totally transparent to give you a write-up or a solution by community submitted members 
all along the way. So I've heard a lot of conversations and a lot of comparisons where a lot of the other war games, Hack the Box being a strong name, Hack the Box is a great training tool. Like you're going to the gym, you want to test your skills, you're going to lift those big weights, see how much you can do. Yeah. But Try Hack Me is an excellent learning tool. Like, hey, we got the training wheels on. We just want to see how far we can go on our bicycle here. And the whole point is to learn. There's not a, there's not a big risk because we can always check out the answers and peek behind the curtain to see what really we can do. Uh, Try Hack Me is an excellent learning tool. And I think that's what a lot of people might want to look into. So John, you would recommend Try Hack Me if you want those training wheels. Is that right? And then when you like get a bit more confident and you really want to push yourself, like um, do you actually th- know what you think you know type thing, then Hack the Box may be a good, a good choice. Is that right? Absolutely. Uh, I think it is kind of an iterative process, to be honest. And there's nothing wrong with kind of bouncing back and forth. Like test yourself. If, if you feel like you kind of got some wings beneath you and you're, you're cruising, you're feeling confident, then try and go take on a room or a box and make sure, hey, I, I'm not going to go look in the forums for any other tips or I'm not going to go beg in, in Discord servers for <laughs> hints. Uh, try and test yourself and see how far you can go. Um, and no hand-holding. But if you want to go back and forth, if you're like, hey, I need to take a breather, I, I just kind of want to learn something without banging my head against the wall, without <laughs> beating myself up for a day or a week, not making any progress, then, hey, go try and learn something something new that's guided and has a walkthrough for you. And just to emphasize, so Try Hack Me is the like, don't beat your head against the wall, um, guided, uh, lots of help, and then Hack the Box. And some of the others are more like, it's up to you now, is that right? Yeah, there, there is a duality in there. Okay. Uh, I'll say you're right, absolutely. Um, Try Hack Me does have challenge rooms where they aren't guided. They're like, hey, go get the flag, <laughs> go, <laughs> and then you're off. Um, and, and Hack the Box, has their new Hack the Box Academy, which is more of that kind of hand-holding, guided learning. Here's the process. Here's the walkthrough. And uh, they, they all complement each other. And again, each has their different flavor. But uh, I recommend to anyone, go look, go tinker, yep. go explore, go see kind of what you, what you like and what works best for you. And you can do a lot for free, can't you? So you, there's nothing stopping yes. you trying. Yes. Um, so... Those war games that we've been discussing, Try Hack Me and Hack the Box, do have a a paid tier, kind of a subscription model. But a lot, like, and a, and a lot of their content is totally available for free. And like, get your feet wet, go tinker. And one you haven't, there's no risk. Yeah, well, I mean that's great. I mean, one thing you didn't mention is Volnhub. What what's your opinion about Volnhub? Yeah, yeah, Volnhub is excellent. Um, I guess maybe I'm not too smart on it personally. I I, I truthfully don't end up going over into Vault Hub all that often, and I really should. Um, but you can download different virtual machines, kind of the same setup as Try Hack Me and Hack the Box, um, and beat them up. <laughs> Try and break into them. Test your penetration testing skills. Um, but truthfully, I, and this might be just, might be me not being aware of it. I don't know if there's a leaderboard. I don't know if there's kind of the, the community surrounding it. It's, it's a great repository of training material, but I might not be in the know as to what else they have set up. I mean, that's fine. I mean, it's it's interesting because Daniel likes um, Volnhub and he was downloading a bunch. He said he likes to download them and use them in, in his course, courses. So, I mean, it's great to get different viewpoints. Um, the one that I didn't know about is the Pico CTF. Is that right? Um, how yes. is that different? Or what's the spin on that one? 
Yeah. So Pico CTF is a more classic and vanilla uh, capture the flag that has a competition time window, right? It'll, it'll run for, I think, two weeks because they make it really accessible. And then they'll leave the platform up and open so it, it essentially becomes a war game totally available and totally accessible for anyone throughout the year. And they have a new one every year. It's always excellent. Uh, it's put on by kind of the Carnegie Mellon University and some other folks kind of associated with that. But Pico CTF is advertised as a learning environment and exercise for middle school to high school students. But there's a disclaimer <laughs> and asterisk on that. Like, hey, don't beat yourself up. Like, oh, geez, how, why am I going to play some game for, for middle school and high school kids? Or, or if you do play and you're like, holy cow, this is over my head. <laughs> they're way smarter than me. They're, I don't mean for any of that to come across. Uh, it, I think the preface in there is that this is very beginner friendly. It is for you just getting started. Uh, and I, it's one that I tend to recommend to everyone because it's so good at giving you breadcrumbs. It's so good at kind of guiding you along with what you're learning. It'll offer hints and uh, it's just bite-sized digestible chunks of learning. So Pico CTF is exceptional and uh, that's, that's definitely one to, to Google and, and tinker with. I mean, we, I want to get to a demo because, I mean, fortunately, yeah. <laughs> you're the main man when it comes to demos. In, in, I'd, I really like to see some of the demos. But before we do that, what's your opinion of CTS versus real-world experience? Is it is it close enough or is it like, is it a good way to get like real experience without, you know, having a job? Yes. So your mileage may vary, right? Uh, but in my opinion, the Capture the Flag is, is fantastic at bridging real-world skills because you are going to be looking at code, you are going to be looking at software, and depending on the games you play, depending on what activities and competitions you put yourself in, sure, some might have whatever old, archaic, deprecated thing that maybe the, the challenge author is wanting to showcase for, for nerd credibility or whatever, <laughs> uh, and, or it's a, a cheeky old cryptography thing that you never see in the real world, or it's a guessing game of steganography. There, there's plenty to complain about in some games, and I'll, I'll admit that. But the competitions and the challenges that are much more red team and blue team oriented that focus on penetration testing or acting as the adversary or understanding the defense and getting to script or program your solutions, getting that, getting those chops and automation and understanding those different like languages that pays in dividends in the real world, right? I, I work kind of as a security researcher. So I analyze like malware samples yep. and uh, a lot of the understanding kind of came to me through just playing capture the flag, getting to know different languages and seeing what works and what doesn't and just being exposed to it. So uh, a thousand percent, absolutely capture the flag has incredible tie in to, to real world stuff. I mean, that's great. I mean, if you, so here's some nasty questions because I, 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 I want to get too practical, but some, some like difficult questions. You're, you're a, you, you have to hire someone. Um, if they have certs, like fewer certs, sorry, sorry, the two people, one person with perhaps a lot of certs and one with fewer certs, but a lot of capture the flags, which would you choose? Hmm. I mean, there's a lot of, there's other, obviously a million other factors, but I mean, 
Would you and basically? I'm trying to get. Would you weigh capture the flags more over certs or certs over capture the flags? Truthfully, I I do just me personally. Um, yep. I love seeing that drive and that passion, um, and someone kind of going out of their way in their free time, right? Out of after hours, they're extracurricular. They're still invested in this stuff. They're still tinkering with those war games or they're playing capture the flag or they have a home lab set up or they go to security conferences, they try and speak or they volunteer and they produce write-ups, they share and showcase in a blog or in a YouTube channel, whatever the case may be. Uh, I think that is, is so, so valuable. Whether or not, hey, if this person has a dozen certificates and they're, they're plastered all over his wall or... <laughs> Well, if if it's the you, if it's you, those you can rote be, memorization you, you, data dumps, you can be honest. I mean, I I I fully agree with you. I mean, be honest. There's no holds barred here. It's just your opinion. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I would certainly take the one that that's on the keyboard that's playing the capital flags and, and in it more so than hey, I've, I've poured through however many textbooks. I mean, it's, I think you, you I, sorry to interrupt you. You you, you kind of like you hit it on the head there when you said um. Uh, some people could just memorize and some people are just good at exams. Uh, that doesn't equate to being good in the field, does it? Sometimes it does. Sometimes, uh, yeah. But It's not guaranteed, uh, though. Sorry, it's not guaranteed. Yeah. I like the merit. I like the competency. I like the skills in action and what, what a person can bring to the table. That's, I think, what, what really makes an interview for me when hiring. <laughs> I mean, that's, I'm glad you said that. I mean, I, I'm pushing you with questions that I've asked other people. And it, it's great to hear, you know, from a wide range of people, similar kind of answers. And I think that's encouraging for anyone who's starting out. So, John, do you think CTFs help with blue team? Um, I mean, you, are you in a red team role or a blue team role? Um, and did the CTFs like kind of help you with that? Yeah. So capture the flag does a thousand percent um, help with the blue team and the defense stuff. Um, you'll see different competitions and different games that are much more focused on that, like open sock uh, for like an security operation center, or I think boss of the sock Splunk does if you're, if you're kind of into that scene. Um, and those are much more tailored and specific to being the defense, being the blue team, doing incident response, et cetera traditionally captured the flag just naturally leans more red team, more adversarial understanding vulnerabilities and throwing exploits. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that because knowing the offense, knowing kind of how that hacker works or the adversary and, and what they do and why they do it, that makes you a better defender. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy thought. So I, I work right now um, as a, as a security researcher doing kind of malware analysis stuff that I, I might've mentioned already, but it is a blue team role. It is defensive. It is incident response. It's knowing investigations and trying to keep track of, Hey, what's worth firing the alarm and blowing the whistles to, to scream all about, Hey, the, the dashboard's going off. There's a hacker here. There's, there's evil and badness in your network. Well, how did they get there? Why are they still there? How can we get them out? A lot of that is very technical, yeah. And you get the, all that and more in in capture the flag. So, so I mean that's great here. I mean your role is blue team, but I mean you're a, like we said right in the beginning, you're a big advocate of CTFs, and it sounds like CTFs have actually made you better in your role because you understand the mind or the 
all the technology behind the hacks. Is that kind of right? Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of folks, right, that say, sure, some capture the flag, and we've brought up this conversation. Is it always applicable to real world? Isn't it just a toy? Isn't it just a game? Uh, sure, sometimes maybe, yes. But I owe all of my chops, like all of my skills from from playing Capture the Flag. Um, and I think everyone I've met, all the other folks that I kind of work with and know, they're the same way. They're like, hey, yeah, I got, I got smart on this because I used to tinker with Capture the Flag. I would play some more games. And I, don't, I think that's one way to do it and one of the best ways to do it. Sorry, everyone, the video's got too long, so I'm gonna have to cut it here. Um, I want John to show us some practical stuff, but I'll put that in another video. John, really appreciate you taking the time to you know, speak with us. Um, anything else you wanna say before we, um, we cut the video? Well, hey, this has been a, a real treat. I don't know if anyone watching happens to know, but this is the, the first time David and I have finally got together. So it, it, it's been an honor for me and, I, and I'm flattered to be here with y'all. And I, same with me, man. It's, it, it's, it's great to have you. So really appreciate you taking the time. Mm -hmm.